When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost. Uh, Settle in. We are at the Junk Journal, Joy of Junk Journals podcast, the Junk Journal podcast, everything paper crafting, um, junk journal related, asking, answering your crafty questions and the life of a crafter. And uh, today's topic is um, what makes a successful crafter? And um, I think this topic is a broad reaching, far reaching Um, Obviously, it depends on how you define a successful crafter. Does that automatically mean um, a crafting business or just somebody who crafts well or they're very pleased with their work? Um, There's a lot of different ways to look at it. But um, let's say, uh, let's go and explore a few of these avenues and just see maybe where you feel you might fit or do you feel successful or not successful or is that really not important to to decide whether you're successful or not. Maybe it's just enjoying the journey and come what may, and that's all grand and dandy. And um, uh, so, I mean, I think initially people might think of the business part of it. A successful crafter might be somebody who has uh, uh, developed a skill um, and they're able to reproduce that skill uh, so that they can create pieces of art or crafts and they are able to sell them. And that is... um, a very interesting arena because there is literally no comparison between one crafter and the amount of their sales or their number of their sales or the um, uh, price for which they uh, charge for their items. Uh, it's so easy and so natural to start to compare one crafter to another, one crafter's skill level to another, one how many videos one crafter puts out, how much one crafter is charging, um, and there becomes this um, spectrum of where do you fall in these categories, when really these categories don't exist. There's one person over in, you know, um, Bangladesh making journals their way at their pace, producing their videos, maybe their presence on Etsy or however they're deciding to uh, market their wares. And um, it's almost like we have our own little universes and we create the lifestyle we create for ourselves. We decide where we want to showcase our products, um, how we're going to connect with other people in regards to our products. Some people like to have their own website. Some people like to purely offer their products through Etsy. Some people like to have um, uh, no website, no Etsy, but they just sell directly from their YouTube videos. Maybe they accept money via PayPal or Zelle or you know, what's the other one? Venmo um, or money orders. I mean, there's no right or wrong way to do it. And um, I think they can all be successful and they can all be unsuccessful depending on how you define it. Um, But uh, let's say for selling your crafts, there's a million and one ways to do it and they're all good. They have to serve 
the needs that uh, you feel you need. And I think it's very, very important not to get into cross comparison about how somebody else is approaching it because our lives are very different. Our responsibilities are very different. Um, how much time we have to dedicate towards our craft or craft business or, or our just craft playtime varies from person to person. Some of us have um, huge families with lots of responsibilities and, uh, you know, sometimes you just have to get dinner on the table and the crafting comes later. Um, other people might be retired. They have a little bit more um, uh, free time. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe they're widowed or uh, widowers and they don't have to worry about cooking for anybody else. They just eat whenever they're hungry and it's no big deal and they have time. And this is a great way to occupy their mind and uh, produce uh, uh, glorious things that bring them joy. And um, maybe it's not about selling at all. Maybe it's about gifting to the grandkids and things like that. Other people are spending time um, gifting and donating to women's shelters and disability crafter uh, sites. And uh, other people are teaching others how to develop their craft. Maybe they're showing new techniques or revamping old techniques or putting new twists on techniques that have been around for a while. We all share ideas. It's like a conscious, it's like a uh, uh, grand mind think where we get inspired from each other and we take a little idea and we run with it and um, you know it's all good it's all paper um, I think that uh, um, it's important to find out what tickles your fancy and what success means to you and then focus on how you can bring more of that to yourself if that's the direction that you want to go in um, the other part of being a successful crafter may just be getting your skills honed so that you can quilt like like the best you've ever quilted in your life. Uh, that completely escapes me. I have no idea how to quilt. It's always been so confusing. I don't know how you get those little right angles all the time. It just, I don't get it. Everything moves on me. When I put something in the sewing machine, it moves. Nothing so straight. It's just the way it is. I've embraced it. I've, I, I've accepted it and I'm fine with it. Um, but there are people that have amazing skills. I am in awe with the quilters, the seamstresses and the crochet people. And, and let's, let's give a big hurrah for the tatters, the tatting people. Holy moly. You know, there's some, uh, amazing intricate work that's being done out there that is, um, fascinating and uh, although I like to like try little things like I nibble on the edges of these little areas and have a little bit of fun um, it's it, you know that's that's as far as I'm going I know that I'm not I'm not going to become the world's greatest quilter or anything like that and I'm okay with that actually that's fine because um, I have a lot of fun making uh, books I just love to make books and um, I always think you know if I didn't have the crafting business um, uh, because that was not the intention initially. Uh, the intention was I, I made a lot of books. I donated a lot of books. I still kept making a lot of books. I gave away a lot of books as gifts in the beginning. And uh, finally, my husband said, maybe it's time you ought to sell some books because it's getting a little packed in here. We, we're running out of room. And I thought, well, what's the worst thing can, that can do? Nobody will buy them? That, or the worst thing that can happen? Nobody will buy them? Well, I'm no farther behind. And uh, so whatever your driving force is, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to make money from your crafts. It's a viable 
quality, solid, good business where you're trading time for money and you are uh, an expertise and artistic ability. And uh, there are people out there who have great appreciation for the handmade products in life. They realize this is something they cannot buy off the shelf. Um, these are often one of a kind items. They are unique. Uh, everybody makes them a little bit differently, uh, different ways of sewing them together, different ways of, um, you know, binding them, different ways of wrapping them when they're done. Different, just, it's, they're all unique. And uh, there's a lot of people who truly treasure the uniqueness of these items. And um, so, uh, you know, are you a successful crafter? You know, where do you fall in one of these categories? If it's not about the business at all, that's awesome. Um, you know, that's a lot of fun. Where in, in your world do you feel successful? If, if you're getting better at learning skills, if you're getting better at learning how to create a journal that looks well put together, that is strong, that is tied well, that doesn't fall apart when somebody picks it up, um, or do you gauge your success on layering in new skills? Let's say you've been doing it the same way for several years and you're thinking, hmm, maybe I could change it up a little bit. Maybe I could try torn pages. Maybe I could try, um, uh, you know, uh, different themes or different colors. Maybe I'm going to branch out and, and, and try different tools or different techniques. Maybe I'm going to spend some time learning from others and, and uh, seeing how they do the things that I just look at, but I'm not quite sure how they, they actually get there. And I'm going to take the time to learn the steps and add to my tool chest, my repertoire, and I'm going to decide where my fun comes from, where my enjoyment comes from, what I love doing, and um, what I'm, I'm okay with not learning and not doing. And I just send that adrift back into the universe and it's okay. Maybe one day I would like to try and explore that, but maybe not today. Maybe I'm just happy ripping paper. And um, so I, I think if I personally, if I boil it down and um, whether you're in a business or not, whether you're trying to prove your skills or not, um, I think that the the thing that comes down to the boils down to the core of it all is: Are you enjoying your time that you're spending doing it? Um, it can be very easy to get wrapped up in the panic of I got to put another video out. Uh, what can I come up with that people will like to watch? Um, what is interesting? Will they find this interesting or boring? You can put a lot of pressure on yourself and destroy the fun for yourself. Um, I think it's important to keep getting in touch with what do you like about this? Where where are you actually creating a smile on your face? Uh, maybe you don't maybe you don't like to make videos. There's not nothing that says that because you're making junk journals you have to make videos. No, no, not at all. Um, uh, you can totally do this in the privacy of your own home with uh, beautiful comfortable lighting. You don't have to have bright lead lights in your eye all the time with a camera floating over your head that you totally bonk into uh, 27 times a day. Um, you can stop and start at will. There's no pause button to worry about. There's no worry about the lawn guy coming around making noise and ending up on your video. And uh, if the dog barks or the bird squeaks, it's all okay. And um, um, it doesn't have to you don't have to propel forward in directions because everybody else seems to be doing it. Um, you absolutely can. And if that tickles your fancy, go for it. Have fun with it. Explore it all. There's so much to learn from so many people out there for, from the creative aspect and from the business aspect of having an art 
craft, handmade um, creation, and, and what are great ways to market it, things to look forward, uh, um, you know, the pros and cons of Etsy, the pros and cons of selling on your own, the pros and cons of having your own website, and uh, should you be on all the other social media platforms, or should I just take it and learn one platform really well at a time, and maybe stay on one platform, you don't have to be even on a platform, but if you want to explore a platform, they're there for you to explore. Um, I'm finding right now, I had a little, uh, you know, come to myself moment about what uh, feels good. And uh, there's a big push right now out there in the social media universe to do the short things, YouTube shorts, Instagram reels, you name it, short TikTok, shorty, shorty, short, short. And um, um, because it captures people's attention quickly and then they, and I've been guilty of this too. I've sit, sat there and looked through the shorts and the reels and the TikToks and I get sucked in and I'm like, oh yeah. And it's a lot of stimulus all at once, very fast. And my own personal experience is I'm, I'm getting a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of information that comes at me so fast where I'm, I, I'm not quite sure I'm so inspired at the end as more exhausted where sometimes uh, for, me, for me personally, I like to fall into a video and settle in and relax. I have my coffee, I have my tea, I have my snacks, I have my puppy, and just settle in and enjoy um, the the long form, I guess. And um, so I would say that there is a lot of social media pressure to move towards these short forms because they do get a lot of attention. But I have a funny feeling there's a lot of us out there who like the long, slower form, slow crafting. There's no rush. We're here to, we're here to enjoy and we're here to relax and maybe have a Zen moment. Maybe have a little inspiration here or there. Maybe have a little laugh here or there. Um, kind of sit around with friends and just cajole and unwind. Um, so I'm starting to unplug uh the pressure or the need to produce a lot of reels and shorts and things like that. Um, I can do it, but I feel like I'm not, I'm not fully enjoying the experience. I think it's um, too much, too fast, too much stimulus, uh, trying to cram everything into a small thing. Um, I think maybe little explorative um, clips are fun for little quick bursts of inspiration. Uh, sometimes you want just a little quick burst. You know, sometimes you have two seconds. You just want to sit down and get a quick burst and go. And I totally get that um, because I'm all about efficiency. I want to come and be inspired and go. And um, But then sometimes, and more often than not, I, I enjoy settling in, slowing down, and relaxing in, um, just unwinding, kicking the shoes off, and just looking at uh, maybe one new uh, possibility one new way of looking at something or uh, looking at an old thing in a new way. Um, having a lot of fun with that. Oh my gosh, when I cleaned out my craft, um, my embellishment box, the things that I had been making with my videos for a while, I was blown away at the things I had forgotten that I have done and how many ideas have just sort of spilled onto the floor and filtered out through some grate and, and, and they were gone until I actually looked back and, and picked them up and thought to myself, wow, I totally forgot about making that or doing that or this was so much fun. Why didn't I do more of that? And um, I tend to like to hopscotch forward to new things and that's sometimes fun 
but it's sometimes to my detriment because I do, I, I covet the old and the, I, the old ways of doing things. I love old ephemera. I love vintage. I love antique. Um, so I love to go back and look at and relive and re-enjoy the old things. And uh, so I'm kind of feeling this, this, it's like an adjustment going on between how am I defining success for myself now? Is it making a bigger, better, faster, stronger business? Or is it really enjoying what I'm doing and slowing down in the crafting and just enjoying the ride? I'm, I'm thinking there might be enough people around who like the slower approach that may just want to come along for that ride. And um, It's impossible to please everybody and it's impossible to please yourself 24-7, that's for sure. But if we could have more sections of our day that feel good, why not? Why can't we have that? Why can't we have that ah feeling, that good feeling that, you know, I had this idea. Um, I was thinking about um, taking you on a journey and actually showing you how I make a real uh, chunky monkey journal. I don't think I have a, a, a I, I have basic journal construction videos and then I have some how to decorate a page video, but actually taking you through the whole journey of how it is done. Um, I you know, maybe I, I have a funny feeling maybe some folks might like to see that. Now, that what might come in several, several different videos because it will take a while to um, develop the journal and show you all the little steps along the way. Um, but, it, you know, I think it would be fun for me. I sometimes think maybe it's harder for me to decorate the way I with the level I want to decorate with if I'm talking at the same time. But I don't know. I... I um, my little motor mouth can seem to go um, pretty fast, and uh, I, I would be willing to give that a go. I have a journal. I, no, I have an old, uh, it's an antique book. I love this book. The book is called Heartthrobs. I think it's perfect for Valentine coming up. It's called Heartthrobs. It has an old red leathery style cover and on the bottom of the front of the book it says a scrapbook now inside it's not a scrapbook it's a collection of stories and memories and um, little little novelettes and things like that all about love and I thought this is perfect um, for <clears throat> I was gonna say Halloween time but this is perfect for Valentine the only thing is it's it's already what's today the 20th 20th I think so and um, I don't know if I can complete it by February 14th, but you know, maybe that's okay. And maybe that's, I should not put that time constraint on myself because then I will feel pressured and it won't be fun. But I would really love to make that journal. And um, I was thinking of actually using a lot of the pages from the book in the book as ephemera and stuff because the pages are really cool. They are these, oh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like this special soft smooth paper with really 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 pretty um did I emphasize the really 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 pretty the really 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 pretty um illustrations and things like that 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 they are so amazing from way back when um most of them are a black and white or a gray and white tone uh, but they're just stunning and I just feel they need to be in that book but it would be so much fun to use them you know incorporated into the 
pages and the pockets and the tucks and put little like maybe a page tucked into a pocket or maybe make an envelope out of a page or I might just could have so much fun with that um but that would just be um it's it would have little splashes of the essence of the original book through it and I think that would be really that would be really totally cool um and then enhancing it with other things that I have made and uh, just showing you different concepts of how I actually create a big chunky monkey journal how to get it to be balanced from the beginning to the end um, how to how I put my signatures in how many pages I put in my signatures to handle all the weight of the chunky monkey style I know not ch chunky monkey is not everybody's style I totally get that um, probably the people who really like to journal the a lot of handwriting and things like that they're looking at a chunky monkey journal going what is this? There's no room to write. All the writing space is taken up. Um, there's a lot of different approaches that you can use to invite them back in to explore the journal. I, I kind of call the Chunky Monkey Journal an explore journal. Um, but you can add a lot of extra writing spaces into a Chunky Monkey Journal um, that are hidden and surprises. Little note papers and little envelopes with uh, old-fashioned writing uh, stationery in them or you can um, have them as removables uh, they don't they can be stuck down or they can be removable which is kind of fun also you can deflate quote unquote a chunky monkey pretty pretty easily if you do it primarily as things that are tucked in to pockets and tucks that can be easily removed and that will deflate the journal revealing a lot more writing space uh, but journals have different purposes and and uh, sometimes uh, they are lightly written in little notes little uh thoughts to self, little experience you had the other day. Not everything is always logging long journal entries, um, although that is an art form or that is an expression of self and, and totally valid and has every right to be out there as well. Um, but it all depends what tickles your personal fancy. So um, yeah, just kind of contemplating, you know, what does success, a successful crafter, what does that mean to you? Um, and just noodling that with you guys this morning, thinking about it, thinking about um, what brings joy and uh, what brings a feeling of um, intrigue, inspiration, awe, um, zen, and relaxation. So lots of, uh, lots of ways to approach what we do in life with our hours and with our time. And with the way we do things and uh, I think it's, they're always worth a, a second look are we on the right path what are we doing what feels good are we getting caught up are we getting caught up in trends are we getting caught up in uh, keeping up with the Joneses are we getting caught up in um, uh, well Sally makes it that way so I better make it that way um, no I mean make there and uh, nobody has to be a Pam clone for goodness sake um, I want you to experience your own inner creative artist and create your own things. And there's the kind of um, neat thing about that is that uh, even if you copy somebody else or their idea or an inspiration from somebody, you can only copy it or in, um, interpret it or recreate it in the way that you would do that work. Uh, so even if you try your darndest to completely copy somebody else, 
it'll still come out looking and smelling like you because it's your version of what you see and we all see through different filters and uh, so you're always going to make your own work it's always going to be your creativity uh, i am totally fine with anybody copying my work or my my techniques or or whatever you see um run with it and have fun that's why i put them out there i want you guys to have fun and do things and try things and experiment and uh um, giggle and laugh and play and um that type of thing so don't worry about that um I just I just really want you to have fun and I uh, want everybody to learn how to make a book at least once in their life it's a special precious thing that we leave to the universe while we're here and after we're gone so with that I will uh, sign off till next time I look forward so much to talking with you I'm going to put all my links somewhere here I have no idea where you see these things but I'm going to put them in and if you can't find them there you can find them all below the videos um, and uh, I really appreciate you spending your time with me here at the Paper Outpost. Um, this is a really great group of people um, from all over the world uh, connecting over something as simple as paper. So thank you. I really appreciate that you spend your time. You're here and we connect and we gather. So until next time when we gather, take care. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost in the park in her truck um, chatting with you guys. So take care, everyone. Have an awesome day. We'll talk next time. Bye-bye.